Hi, welcome to Muscle Planting, a podcast about everything fitness from the scope of two physiotherapy students and fitness coaches. Join us as we talk about the science behind movement, exercise, nutrition, and some other stuff. I'm Babak Azarian. And I'm Lucia No, and we hope you enjoy listening to our podcast. Hi, welcome to the third episode of Muscle Planting. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope you're having a lovely day. Today, we'll be discussing physical activity, the negative side effects of not getting enough physical activity, positive side effects, and gym anxiety. How to deal with it if it's stopping you from going to the gym. So, shall we start by talking about what's sedentary behavior? I think that's a great place to start. So, you know, many people, I think our age, especially with the entire COVID situation and even people who couldn't go to their job, they have to work at home or even older people. So like everyone at one point in their life is going to spend a lot of time sitting, whether that's on their desk in school or at their workplace behind the computer or in the bed when they can't move anymore. Mm -hmm. All of these activities are called sedentary because you're not doing, you're just laying down. So you're either laying down or you're sitting. Mm-hmm. So this is this, the, by definition, sedentary behavior is burning uh, one, less than 1.5 uh, units of energy or the me- metabolic equivalent of the task. So now that we talked about the metabolic equivalent of a task, um, there are some guidelines about how much physical activity is recommended on weekly basis for adults and also I think younger people I don't know about these exact numbers for different ones but for adults um, and you don't need to necessarily adhere to high intensity activity or medium intensity activity you can have a mixture of all yeah for sure that's what's recommended you should be active whether that's on a scale of nothing or extreme but always the best option is to like have an average of light and extreme activity because you're more likely to stick to it then yeah 100 percent. so there are some numbers that are recommended and these numbers are just for you to be able to maintain a healthy life yeah the minimum like this is generally the minimum exactly so for the highest for high intensity activity it's around 75 minutes 75 minutes of activity per week yeah yeah so you can scatter around different days or I mean, you can do it in one day if you want but i think you will die <laughs> if you're just starting out of course yeah yeah uh for the medium intensity activity it's 115 minutes per week so you can do like three sessions of 50 minutes or five sessions of 30 minutes whether that's light walking light bicycling or lifting light weights yeah that sounds very possible yeah and have a have i mean if i'm gonna give a suggestion for this then and if you're starting out like new you're you're not really used to exercise even if you don't meet the 150 minutes like if you have no energy like in the beginning or you have no drive just start with five minutes yeah just just move just move yeah because as we're gonna mention now we're gonna talk about this now not moving 
and not getting enough physical activity, moderate and, and intense, um, can have a lot of negative health side effects. Exactly. So if you want to get into the negative side effects of not having enough physical activity, uh, we could talk about a lot of things. We could talk about heart conditions. We could talk about uh, low blood pressure, high blood pressure. <laughs> uh, we could talk about increased chances of diabetes. We could talk about increased chances of getting a lot of different cancers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What else? We will osteoporosis, yeah. sarcopenia, um, a lot of conditions that will affect you later on in your life. You might not see it now because you're young, healthy, um, your, your bad habits haven't built up yet. Mm -hmm. But later, once you reach 50 and onwards, then there's a high chance it's going to start showing up. And your mental health. Yeah, that's one of the most important ones, in my opinion. Uh, physical activity is a very common treatment for people who have mental health issues. And it's a great preventative measure. Yeah. So in the morning while we were preparing for this, I remind I remembered of the saying, um, better late than sorry. Mm -hmm. So when th this is like kind of a stretch, but... Like, let's say you... Better safe than sorry. Better, better late than never. Better late than never. Yeah. Okay. It's better late than never. But it's applicable to how you take care of your body. Like, mm -hmm. even though you didn't do it until now, I mean, if you're like 30 years or 40 years old or even 60, it's still not late to get started with working out. I think a lot of people are misinformed on the magnitude physical activity can have. So they... They just don't, they aren't, they don't, they don't do it. They don't think of it as an important thing, but it is really important because it can prevent and treat a lot of, a lot of things. Yeah. So one thing I want to mention regarding this is that I feel like a lot of people in our age or even younger than us tend to neglect doing physical activity, whether it's because they feel like, um, we're still young we don't really need to have that much physical activity on top of our like our normal moving stuff to be healthy uh because there's a long way to go and we can fix it later on when we are old but the thing is there's something that i'm saying i i, I don't know if there are any statistical uh, numbers on this but i'm saying that in our generation and the generations that are coming after us there's a lot of the very small issues that can develop into chronic pain chronic uh, general issues with your body uh for example the technique is something that yeah. is coming up a lot like you have a little bit of a forwarded neck you have a slouched back your chest is tight, your back muscles are elongated, and it comes down to how we sit, how less we move, and the electronic devices that we are using these days, yes. which uh, I'm also um, a victim to it. Mm. But we, we, can, we can somehow negate mm. the downsides of it if we do just a little bit of physical activity for sure if you're aware that these things could be causing these problems and you have the tools and the knowledge to treat them then your quality of life is gonna be a lot better yeah and hopefully we can give you some of these tools or inform you of how you can increase your quality of life
unfortunately, yeah, so wait now, unfortunately, even if you get a lot of exercise, let's say for every single day, you work out for an hour, mm-hmm. you lift weights, but then for the rest of the day, you go home and you sit and you just sit and you don't move, whether that's because you're bored or you're depressed <laughs> or just, <laughs> yeah. you don't know what to do. Um, the experts or the literature says that you still are not done moving because even if you are moving for a certain amount of time but then you stay sedentary uh you could still you're still at a risk of developing um mortality like associated with being sedentary because the point is to be moving all the time the 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 best thing i think is to uh keep moving around even if it's a small amount of moving like if you're sitting behind the desk try to move every 20 minutes whatever just keep your muscles agile and nimble yes that's kind of the point there's i even read uh like a study multiple studies and they all recommend that you should be moving in an hour every every 20 20 to 30 minutes Mm -hmm. and yeah like you said if you're studying behind a desk maybe every 30 minutes take a five minute break where you just walk around or you don't sit down you go to the toilet so yeah the point is try to avoid staying in the same position for long amounts of for a long period of the time so there was a study done on a group of healthy adults uh aged between 18 and 50. they collected their data and then they asked them to reduce their amount of physical activity to lower than 1500 steps per day that's basically nothing it's a 10 minute 15 minute walk at best i think and for the for these two weeks uh they had to just follow these orders and after the two weeks they came back they collected their data again and then they had to for the next following two weeks um continue living their normal life coming back to their normal um, physical activity routine Mm -hmm. and for the first two weeks after they collected the data they saw that their average steps was reduced by ten thousand per day wow and their average waking sedentary time was uh, increased by 103 minutes per day mm-hmm. also which is a lot like it, it's uh, uh, around one and a half hours a little more than one and a half hours which they could be moving which will be much better for them yeah so the average person like they sleep for like eight hours maybe yeah and then there's remaining like 15 hours in a day and then they're and then working you, for eight hours yeah. maybe and then you add on that extra hour and 30 minutes of being sedentary and that's like that's a lot of hours of being basically sedentary the entire day yeah exactly and they also did some uh, other data collection so their artery function was reduced Mm -hmm. Uh, their fat was increased their liver fat was increased and their insulin sensitivity was also increased which could increase the chances of getting diabetes for sure yeah as you can see, uh, being physically inactive, even for two weeks, can have these kinds of effects. Exactly. So that's like, you, you could go on a holiday. That would be maybe like 10 days. Mm. And 
this was the interesting part. After the second two weeks that they came back to their normal physical activity routine, they collected the data again. And they figured that the numbers were lower than the baseline. So mm -hmm. they were lower than the first day that they came in for the data collection. So it goes to show that even if you are physically inactive for let's say two weeks, it could have long-term effects on how you feel, how your body reacts. So if you can move just a little, like 5,000 steps, 10,000 steps. I would say 10,000 steps is the sweet spot for like, if you want to count your steps. But keeping yourself mobile, even if it's just a little, goes a long way to uh, prevent things from happening. I know that physical inactivity and being sedentary for too long has definitely mental effects. I'm not an expert on this, but I just have a lot of personal experience because for a very long time, I was also, I, was, I didn't go to the gym. Mm -hmm. I only started going to the gym maybe three or four years ago. So there were, it, when I didn't go, I was more likely to feel anxiety and symptoms of depression. I wasn't clinically diagnosed, but I was very demotivated, sad, not productive, um, had very intrusive thoughts. So the extent of how physical inactivity is going to affect you and your mental health is personal. Like it, it depends on each person. But yeah. generally, because activity activates so many and releases so many feel good hormones in your brain and chemicals, if you aren't doing it, um, then your brain chemically is going to be sad. Yeah, for me, actually, one of the main short-term benefits of being physically active is the hormones that I get out of it. Because I, in my opinion, it boosts your energy for the day. You're more motivated and you're more confident because yeah. you know that you've done something good. You have more confidence in yourself because you did something for your body. You feel sexier. You feel better. Um and yeah, there are some studies done on this also. I remember both of us, we did a research together for our psychology class. Yeah. And our topic was depression and physical activity. And I remember there was a study on that. Uh, I, I don't remember exactly, but it showed exercise could have comparable effects on depression to antidepressant drugs. Yeah. I mean, definitely I could credit um, physical activity and going to the gym for being like my cure for my mental instability. <laughs> <laughs> Even now. So, like, so you can't yourself stable now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> you should talk for yourself. <laughs> Anyways, uh, there's an instant gratification to working out. Really. Yeah. You, after the gym, the unless you just are really not satisfied with your workout mm -hmm. but even then you feel happier because you're moving you're getting blood flow blood flow is going to your brain like you feel yeah, refreshed yeah, yeah so um and when you do intense physical activity you get a lot of endorphins yeah. which makes you feel happy for sure it's the sense of accomplishment i think that's the biggest yeah. factor yeah uh, a lot of times when I don't go to the gym, like that day, uh, I just feel very, um, like, 
not that my sense of lack of worth is decreased mm -hmm. but i felt like i could have done better and then going to the gym and reaching like my goal or just showing up makes me feel like i did something good like i'm on the good path yeah you take something off you of take the something list. off yeah now it's not to say that i have an obsession with going to the gym like i don't like burden myself if i miss a workout it's completely fine if you miss a workout yeah. it's not gonna hinder your progress uh you're not i mean if you do, do try to miss it every single time oh, okay yeah. okay then there's no progress to yeah, even exactly. mess up but once in two three weeks is fine it's fine like life happens even if you are in a bad mental episode like if you have no energy to get up but i strongly recommend that you do get up like yeah. you're gonna it's like a coping mechanism because yeah, you yeah. deter your focus onto something else which is which is good yeah actually there was a study uh again i don't remember the details but there was a study done that showed that the hippocampus mm -hmm. in people who are depressed is smaller and it showed that physical activity uh, could increase the, uh, the synthesis of some mm -hmm. nootropic proteins that could help develop your hippocampus. Wow. So you will start to feel less depressed if you continue doing some exercise, maybe. So you're quite literally building your brain to be happier. Yeah. There was a study that I read that looked at the effects of active and passive sedentary behavior mm -hmm. on the symptoms of depression like people who have symptoms of depression and so not surprisingly or surprisingly i don't know not surprisingly to me yeah if you follow the logic that f more physical activity makes you feel less depressed that's what happened in the study mm -hmm. so if you exchange um sitting on your couch with just scrolling on tiktok or instagram or watching pointless youtube videos um with maybe knitting or typing something mm -hmm. something that you find interesting you're replacing the passive behavior with the active sedentary behavior yeah and that actually was reportedly decreasing uh the depressive symptoms in the subjects so basically being kind of productive But yeah being productive because they distracted their mind from like roaming and from ruminating thoughts mm -hmm. so they're depressive thoughts so like when you're focusing on something you're not you're not focusing on the bad things you're telling yourself or the bad things your brain is telling you but you're focusing on another task even though you're still sedentary yeah i, I absolutely understand that but i also want to mention something i feel like a lot of people even i myself sometimes tend to uh try to be extremely productive or do stuff just to find something to put the thoughts that I have to take care of yeah. uh, behind. I feel like if you have some issues, if you have something to take care of, if there's a problem in the back of your mind, if you actually go administer to uh, healing that thing, it could help much more. For sure. Ignoring the issue is my personal biggest problem for anything like my mental health the moment i start ignoring my um my necessities like mm -hmm. things that i have to get done i start to 
deter my focus to something else but in the back of my mind i know that i should be doing that thing yeah. and then i just feel like shit so regardlessly of if i'm gonna work out i'm just running away from it so i think people first of all need to get their i guess shit together <laughs> <laughs> yeah it sounds very cliche but it does really help yeah. it, it calms your mind it calms your body it calms your life it comes your life and at the end of the day if you're running away from your responsibilities working out at the gym or just working out in general is kind of like putting a band-aid on it don't use it as a don't use anything as an escape i know this is not a philosophy podcast we're gonna start another podcast <laughs> called <laughs> philosophize this muscle <laughs> i like that <laughs> yeah but yeah uh, i think the, the the one of the first and foremost important things that you should do is to take care of your mind for sure and physical activity is a tool but it's not the only way or it's not what you need to be doing yeah so so i want to talk about another study and this study was done on rats now i want to uh, have a quick disclaimer that we are not rats so our body might react differently but this is just goes to give some extra information on how our body might react. Yeah. So there were two groups of rats and they were put in two different cages. Fuck. And they were put in two different cages. And um, the first cage had one of those exercise wheels that the rats can like run on. And the other one had nothing. So basically the rats had to be sedentary for the next three months, almost three months. Now, the the cage that had the exercise wheel, the rats were using the exercise wheels very interesting. Uh, but the ones that were sedentary, they were doing nothing. They, they weren't doing any push-ups, no sit-ups. They were just sitting. Uh, rats. Maybe sometimes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no <Rats>. deadlift. <laughs> no deadlift. <laughs> so... After three months, almost three months, uh, they injected a specific dye uh, into their body that could show some specific neurons. Mm -hmm. And it was called, the region was uh, the rostral ventrolateral medulla. Oh, so this is in the brain. Yeah. Now, I'm no neuroscientist, but I believe that it's involved with the sympathetic system, which is the part of the fight or flight uh aspect of things in our body mm -hmm. and i believe that it alters the blood pressure so it alters the constriction of the vessels yes so what they have found out was that the ones who were sedentary built more uh, connections in their neurons mm -hmm. in this particular part of their brain so the neurons were more sensitive now, this increasing sensitivity can cause your sympathetic nervous system to stimulate too often. And uh, Dr. Patrick Mueller um, has said that the overactivity of the sympathetic nervous system, which will be caused by this, uh, contributes to cardiovascular diseases. So if your get vessels are getting stimulated too often or too little, it could cause some heart issues mm. or vascular issues. So being sedentary could, in the long run, actually uh, come up with some heart diseases. So it's because 
you are not basically you're not getting enough stress so when you do get the stress you it's are, too much you are getting you're getting too much stress for example if i'm just sitting down and something very small happens yeah. i might get stressed yeah. for no reason for no reason uh, on a similar note i read a study it i wouldn't i i can't i don't want to confidently say that that's the fact because mm-hmm. other studies you know they say the other thing the other thing but it's possible that regular exercise decreases how much uh, stress hormones you release upon a stressful event yeah so you react more more peacefully than a person who doesn't regularly work out like your cortisol level don't shoot up as much you're more of a stable person yeah you're more of a stable person i personally also think that it helped me become more calm and more controlling of my thoughts and specifically i noticed that my heart rate is a lot uh is at a lot slower pace yeah yeah, your resting heart rate mine as well uh before i remember being in class we had an exam and i would just get a full-on blown anxiety attack like Mm -hmm. i wasn't necessarily scared but i would feel my heart rate and it would be so high that's what would concern me like how quickly my heart would be beating but now when something stressful or so we have an exam i still get stressed but i don't have the same like i'm gonna die feeling yeah and maybe you will have also more emotional control yeah more emotional control yeah so we just mentioned another mental benefit to mm-hmm. exercise. Now I want to talk about a negative thing, which has to do with physical activity. Mm-hmm. So physical activity has been linked. I mean, the lack of physical activity has been linked to a few cancers, especially breast cancer in uh, postmenopausal women. Oh. Um, the mechanism is, I guess, unclear for me. Obviously, I'm not a doctor but it has to do with how much estrogen is made out of fat cells now regardless of the point uh there's been a study there was a study that i read that showed that obese cancer patients receiving chemotherapy treatment are less likely to have a successful outcome of treatment because of two things one of them is that the fat cells potentially eat like they swallow or they engulf the chemotherapy chemical they break it down and they make it less effective what the hell yeah so the chemotherapy treatment doesn't work because of the fat cells yeah and another thing could be that obese people and uh someone who's obviously has a lot of fat their body is in a constant state of inflammation and this constant state of inflammation could um, steer away or inhibit the recovery process that comes with the chemotherapy and the state of inflammation is like a breeding ground for the tumor cells to grow those are very interesting yeah so for that reason um, you could prevent all these complications if you take care of your health now whether that's physical activity and the food you eat. A lot of people think that their actions, like the, the, the choices that they make with their life have no consequences later on, or maybe they do know, but they just don't care. And to be frank, because of this, like what I just brought up, that even if you're obese, there's a high chance that your treatment won't work. The same goes for like other diseases as well. Like 
just because something has worked for someone else like someone managed to cure their thing with this um that doesn't mean that you're going to be able to cure it because you are destroying your you could potentially be destroying your body so much now that there quite frankly is no saving for you later yeah i mean i feel like this also comes back to uh, not treating the underlying issues yeah. that you have like if you have a problem that causes you for example i had this problem of eating too much i used to eat a lot like maybe five six thousand calories per day and there were some issues that i had to address before being able to lower my weight it couldn't just work with a simple diet because i would adhere to it for maybe like two weeks and i was done with it yeah so if you try to fix the underlying issue i think on the long run it would help and if you're neglecting something maybe the most probably you do know that what's causing this i mean i i think i don't know if you watched it but there are a lot of tlc videos that i watched pewdiepie react to and a lot of them are for example eating very weird stuff like they're eating mattresses they're eating glue they're eating paint and uh, i think most sane people know that those won't be good for you it yeah. will harm you but they don't really address the situation until they go to a doctor and the doctor tells them that yeah if you continue doing this you might die next week what and then they're like okay i'm not gonna do it anymore simple as that i don't understand how 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 people can function like that like just baffles me yeah how do you not know that eating a mattress is good <laughs> not good for you wait but do you think that stems from like a mo- something they're neglecting i mean i think that the people who tend to d- eat stuff that are sandy or something like this have uh some deficiencies in some specific nutrients <laughs> they lack the c <laughs> they lack the c maybe yeah but yeah i mean i th- there are some underlying issues i feel like if you have any cravings like this mm-hmm. go to a doctor yeah but what i was trying to say with this entire thing is like okay let's say you're drinking um paint uh, you're drinking no you you drink or no you eat a lot of dairy yeah and for fuck's sake so you eat a lot of dairy Mm -hmm. but you know that every single time you eat dairy your stomach's gonna hurt a lot or you're gonna have to go to the toilet you get acid reflux yeah what do most people do they get pills for this Mm mm-hmm the pills isn't going to treat the issue. It's just covering it. And then later on in your life, you're going to develop such a bad condition with it. I don't know. The, for me personally, when I would eat dairy, I would have horrible acid reflux. I didn't want to take the pills because I know the pills will only help me for the next 15 minutes. Like Your body becomes resistant to it. Yeah. And acid reflux, it burns your esophagus. And it could potentially lead to esophagus cancer. Yeah. Now... All of that could be avoided if you just don't eat the dairy. Yeah. And I feel like, I mean, this could be a much smaller scale of things when you think about it. But what hurts me is when, for example, people who have high blood pressure take pills every single day instead of addressing the causes of the blood pressure, which is not that hard to address in a lot of cases. I'm not saying all the cases because some of them are quite hard to be honest. But a lot of them is as simple as like consuming less salt, being a little more active. Yes. You could do those things very simply and then 
continue living your life normally but just because taking a pill is a much easier task yeah you try to do this and it won't address the issue you have maybe right now you're good but one day it will catch up to you. your body is trying to signal that you are not in the state of being that you need to be that's why your blood pressure is high yeah you're doing something wrong so you either have to address this or if you were in a jungle in a normal situation that our ancestors were be you would possibly be bye-bye for sure i think that listening to your body and the signals that it's sending you is the best thing you can do yeah um this is a little bit off topic i read an excellent book on this topic it's called when the body says no uh by gabor mate and i think he's like half hungarian half canadian Canadian or something like Mm -hmm. that but um it basically reveals to you that if you keep neglecting the signs that your body is giving you uh I don't know or if you keep saying like oh that doesn't bother me i i will not stand up for myself your body will go into a constant state of stress and neglect maybe and neglect and also neglect like emotional neglect that's huge yeah but you will develop very serious conditions like the book brought up the book one of the main focuses of the book was how stress can cause multiple sclerosis a very serious condition like your nerves they they go away like they just they, they, they disintegrate all because you're the demi- yeah, demi- <laughs> <laughs> i feel like we're talking outside of our scope right now yeah. <laughs> but like these are all accessible things to us and i wanted to bring it up like if you if you aren't taking care of yourself now then it's gonna be a lot harder to fix it later on so regarding humans of all age especially people who age like older people mm-hmm. exercise is super beneficial because it helps them prevent like joint pain and osteoporosis yeah and i think it keeps the strength of their muscle so keeps us, yeah the, 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 they will have a safer life maybe safer life yeah uh we learn a lot about um in, in uni mm-hmm. how older people they have a high chance of falling mm-hmm. and i think if they have strong muscles their stability goes up 100 percent. and there is a lower chance of falling and if they have strong bones strong muscles strong bones there's a smaller chance of them breaking their bones yeah exactly so what i'm trying to say is that as your muscles grow the same thing happens to your bones they don't necessarily grow in length but they grow in thickness and strength Mm -hmm. because the exercise when you exercise more calcium is brought into the bone so that's how the bone gets stronger yeah yeah and i think if you're doing exercises that put uh, some stress on your body like any fighting or something like that like you're doing MMA or kickboxing or stuff like that. Uh, I believe, as you said, it causes micro fractures in your bones and your bones grow stronger, same as the, the way that your muscles grow because you bring some uh, tears to them and then they try to build back up stronger than before. Exactly. 
uh, I used to have a lot of um, these fractures, like stress fractures, mm-hmm. on uh, my shins, but that's for a different reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was because I had flat feet and I would run. I would run a lot, but very bad form. And uh, it came to the point where I couldn't even touch my leg, like physically touch it without being super painful. So I completely doing stopped. I completely stopped doing exercise, anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like walking was painful. Yeah. But what I'm trying to say is that now that I work out, even my calves and everything, there's they're so much stronger like i think something could literally hit me where my where my wounds were and it wouldn't hurt anymore because my bones healed they got stronger yeah and your tibialis anterior also yeah my tibialis anterior is popping out (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah uh for that reason when you exercise when you build muscle you're also making your bones stronger now there's a common misconception that working out and lifting weights at a young age is bad because it stunts your growth. Yeah, uh, um, this goes around very, very strongly in my country also. Uh, almost no parent lets their child go to the gym because of the same reason. Even like people at the gym are like, why are you here? You're going to stop your growth. And that's not the case. Uh, you're actually, in my opinion, one of the best times to grow your muscles if you decide to, like, it will boost. If I was a father, I would wholeheartedly, would be amazingly happy for my child to choose to go to the gym because I know that it will boost their confidence, it will boost their social status, and they will develop an amazing habit that they can carry to throughout their life. Uh, when you're at that age, when you're younger, you have much more growth hormones. You mean like before, pu- like on the onset of puberty? Yeah. And do you have an amazing chance to build a lot of muscle? You have, your hormones are basically at their best yeah. for growing muscle, as far as I know. So it would be an amazing time to actually go to the gym. And if you're a parent, I would recommend you to let your children go to the gym at that age as long as they're safe and they don't cause any damage to the growth plates you know there's actually no evidence that it can cause damage to your growth plates as long as you don't damage your growth plates i mean you can't damage your growth plates i mean if you lift something heavy and then you break your bones then yeah okay in that case if you get injured yeah exactly then that's that's, yeah. that's the case but lifting properly like safely being supervised exactly I've, have a good coach have a good coach just make sure you're not doing or, or if you're if you're a parent or if you even if you are already an adult regardless of your age if you're not careful then you will mess up yeah, yeah. but bottom line weightlifting and doing heavy squats or deadlifts or anything is not going to impact your growth if that was the case then kids who played basketball when they were young grow because they play basketball it's nonsense they don't grow because they play basketball they grow because they have the genetics to grow the same goes for i think the, the one of the main reasons why people think that weightlifting stunts your growth is because m- majority of the champions in weightlifting are super short 
Yeah. But, but you just have the genetic advantage. Like that's why you're good at it because you're short. Yeah, because the distance you have the, that you have to lift, for example, whatever the um, thing that you have to lift will be shorter. So you have an advantage there. And also the shorter and smaller your muscle is, the easier f for it is to grow bigger and look bigger because you have a smaller portion. Yeah, for sure. I, uh, even like even my own parents like when i told them oh like i can hip thrust 100 kilos m one of them was like you're putting so much stress on your ligaments you're gonna destroy your knees i mean it's out of their own ignorance but i get it that a lot of parents are concerned but yeah i mean if you're not safe if you're not well educated in what you're doing for sure i think it would be uh, a little a little bit dangerous a to do those dangerous. things but if you have good supervision if you're you, you yourself are a supervisor then i think it's absolutely fine it really is and it's gonna benefit whether it's your child or yourself a lot more than it's gonna not benefit yeah um on that note let's start talking about I mean, on that note, I think we're done with the negatives and positives of physical activity. And we can go to something called gym anxiety, which is a very interesting topic and close to my heart also. Mine too. Yeah. So I remember I started actually going to the gym around maybe like two and a half years ago. And it was not a pleasant experience. I did not have any clothing even that would match the environment of the gym. I was very, like, very, you could say, street casual type of person. Yeah. And I did not have even a pair of gym shorts that I could wear to the gym. So I did a lot of research on what to wear. Uh, it took me a lot of courage to even set foot in the gym. I was very overwhelmed and it was very scary for me. I was very lanky and thin at the time and I, I had no idea about the nutrition that has to go into going to the gym if you want to like build a substantial amount of muscle or keep your body even healthy so I went there and when I entered the gym I had no idea what to do the, 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 the only thing I knew how to do was bicep curls and side bends so I would go to the gym at the least busy time of the day maybe at like 5 a.m even i would go to the gym i would go do those things i would try out the machine very randomly i had no idea what splits were um i would see if i can like figure the machine out i would look at the picture I would look, oh okay the name is this go on youtube search how it works and i would go do a shit ton of cardio uh and I feel it like I, I know it's very hard to start going to the gym and the fear is real and I think partially the reason for the fear is the people there for sure everyone is afraid of being judged whether it's in the gym or outside of the gym but it's really intimidating even for me like I go to the gym I see all these super fit girls I'd be like wow I'll never be like them like oh my god i'm like i might as well quit right now but that's yeah. not the case like i think you don't have to worry about them judging you because even if they are it comes from their own insecurity 
mm-hmm. or maybe even like being judged comes from your own insecurity yeah so you're afraid because you're insecure but if they judge you it's because they're, they're inse- insecure yeah they're yeah. insecure so remember that everyone who goes to the gym is there to be better like everyone yeah, wants go, to improve you go for your personal development yeah yeah and also one thing that i figured after starting to actually go to the gym regularly is that the people who actually are going there on daily basis they really keep going to the gym is close to their heart are actually amazingly supportive if you go to the gym if you cannot figure out something you if you ask them they will happily help you if someone comes up to me i will happily try to help them with whatever the the issue is as long as i have the knowledge of and one other thing i think is choosing the right environment of a gym and choosing the right physical activity for yourself you might not necessarily enjoy going to the gym you might not look for um a built body you might look for just a fun physical activity to keep your body uh active for example and if you want to do that then maybe like doing other sports would be a better choice for sure you don't only have to be lifting weights like there is gyms that specialize in like spin classes or pilates or yoga or you can join crossfit like it it, it really just explore it yeah find what you like if you want to be more social if you're the type of person who would want to have some fun with other people around you you can join some group classes or you can go to some other sports like football basketball tennis uh those are all amazing options i don't see any reason why you should only go to the gym as long as you're keeping your body active it's fine for me but i would say if you want to continue a sport as a profession then going to the gym kind of becomes a necessity for sure um now another thing that i wanted to talk about was if you find your reason why like why you want to work out getting over the gym anxiety will become a lot easier yeah because then you have like a sense of purpose and this the sense of purpose could really just depend on you i think the common ones are getting back at someone like look i'm so hot right now you wish you you wish you had me i think like that's one of the most popular ones uh what else uh maybe your mental health you need like an outlet like that's for me i really need the de-stressor it's like my coping mechanism yeah and then even if i have to if i have to go to the gym at 4 p.m when it's the busiest and i hate it when there's a lot of people like that's what gives me gym anxiety (laughs) when there's a shit ton a lot of people for that reason i plan my workouts like i plan to always go in the morning and yeah that's one way to avoid gym anxiety like find it how it fits you yeah that's that's very important and one other issue is that for example you might correct correct collect collect all the courage that you need to set foot in the gym and then you end up going to a gym that's oriented towards something that's totally off your personality for example you could end up going to a gym that's like more old school a lot of people who compete could be there a lot of substances are being used there and it could be very overwhelming in the beginning when you're going to the gym because there's a lot of big people 
they're very serious about their workout and you want to just get into the habit of going to the gym you don't want that much pressure maybe around you um so trying out a few gyms in the beginning could be a really good choice you don't need to buy a one month membership the first day you go to the gym because you want to be um dedicated yeah committed to it yeah you could go one day to this gym if your city has like 10 gyms or your neighborhood has five gyms for example you can go to one gym for one day or one one or two sessions maybe at least to see the different hours and how it looks go to another gym because most gyms are catered towards a specific type of person Uh, some are more personal trainer oriented most of the people who go to the gym go with a trainer some gyms are very old school some gyms are more oriented towards weightlifting and the olympic lifting and stuff like that powerlifting uh, and some gyms are just general normal commercial, commercial gyms that you gym. go to and one thing that i want to mention is that the price of the gym you're going to doesn't necessarily dictate how you would like the gym maybe you would vibe with a gym that's 50 euros much more than a gym that's 150 euros you just have to go check it out see how you feel for sure and you're not gonna find the right thing in the first go like amazing if you do but for a lot of people they have a specific niche that they have to cater to or they would like to cater to and that's perfectly fine it, yeah. it exists like 100 percent, it exists um, also, if you're a female and you don't feel comfortable being in a gym surrounded by men because a lot of times it can get really creepy, 100% there's a only female gym somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere around you. Maybe like not in the smaller countries, but if like you live in Canada or like the bigger, bigger countries, 100% you can go to an only female or even classes. Like some classes are only taken by females or taught by a female coach. So try it out. Another thing that could help with the coping with the initial overwhelming feeling that you might get when you start going to the gym is to go with someone who knows their way around. Mm. If you go with someone who's a gym veteran, maybe, if you know any friends who are going to the gym on a regular basis, it could help you very much. You, you will know how to do the exercises uh, to some degree because they would be able to teach you uh you will know how to structure your workouts a little better i mean eventually you have to come up with your own structure or hire a personal trainer if you don't really feel like doing the research which you could contact us if you want to that's a very good plug for mm, sports massages for copying for nutrition plans for exercise plans for coaching you could contact us at muscle planting at muscle planting male coaches and female coaches exactly we have here um and yeah yeah i think when you go into the gym you have to attain this mindset uh, that number one you're here to improve yourself and number two is that you are confident and that you own this space because the moment you feel like you're out you're out you're not you don't belong here like this is not for you then all the anxiety is gonna come so if you're just confident you go in there yeah like i'm gonna do this i'm a yeah you know, bad b yeah. a bad a bad bleep yeah you got it yeah but don't try to be a pain in the rear end 
like take care of the equipment oh ha- that's not being a bad bleep that's being an asshole <laughs> yeah yeah have your own space don't take up all the weights just for yourself and clean after yourself yeah it, it's called gym etiquette a lot of people still don't have it but uh, be a nice person <laughs> and be confident in yourself yeah um the other day we asked our instagram followers which like what kind of anxiety gym anxieties they face uh, and I th- their most popular ones were being judged by others mm-hmm. and we already discussed that don't you shouldn't care it, it's a reflection of them and yeah. it's nothing personal like everyone's there to get better a really interesting one that i saw uh, answer was that they're afraid of being filmed by others because of their mistake you know how there's like tons of compilations of people doing stupid shit in the gym? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I saw so many prank videos of this. Like people come to the gym, a normal ass person, and he, they start doing weird stuff. We, they do weird stuff. They do it for comical reasons, though. Yeah. Like it's staged. So I think every anyone with a common like sense or like some empathy and sympathy won't just start filming you. Yeah, I, I really... Um dislike the people who just film someone because you're doing something wrong if you have something good in your heart instead of that you could go to them and tell them this might not be the best way to perform something if they're if they're not hurting themselves maybe okay let them let them have their physical activity maybe they know something more than you actually exactly yeah but if not i don't see any reason why you should be filming someone and on the topic of filming someone if you catch someone filming you tell either go up to the person and tell them to stop filming you or tell like a person in in like like a coach yeah go to the staff i mean um a lot of people film themselves at the gym because like you need to check your phone maybe you want to post it on social media maybe you're trying to make a tutorial or something but if you see someone they're recording you and you specifically you can see that they're targeting you um and they're trying to be secretive about it 100 percent. go up to the staff tell them what's going on go up to the person tell them what's going on even if they look intimidating there's no reason to be intimidated i mean they have no power over you in any shape or form um notify people about it yeah because you're there to work out and the people who own the gym want to make sure that you have a good experience like if you notify them they're gonna take care of it for sure yeah you want to feel comfortable wherever you're going to finish things off i want to acknowledge that gym anxiety is real a lot of people have actual clinically diagnosed anxiety as well but don't be afraid of it because there are ways that you can go around it. Uh, you don't necessarily even have to go to the gym to work out. You can work out at home, but working out at the gym is then beneficial. It's substantially. Substantially more, yeah. in our opinions. It's just our opinions. Yeah. But it's more beneficial and you can find ways to cater to yourself. As long as you enjoy it and you try to make it enjoyable for yourself, you're gonna have a lot of fun going to the gym and being healthy. Yeah, and you can take baby steps. I mean, I went to the gym at the, the experience that I talked about. I didn't like it. I didn't like the environment. I didn't feel comfortable. So what I ended up doing was I bought 
a pair of dumbbells and I was working out at home I learned how to do some of the exercises at home I gathered some knowledge from the things that I thought would be useful and then when I gained a lot enough courage to go back to the gym then I decided to okay now it's time to go to the gym and we're gonna go and we don't give a f- about what people might think and then I had an amazing experience me too like the same thing happened to me it took me about four years to develop the habit of consistently working out at home and then when i felt like i am ready i'm gonna invest money into something like i'm gonna invest these 30 or 20 something euros every month to go to the gym i better make sure that i actually end up going to the gym yeah i also want to mention that your needs and demands are gonna change as you grow in the beginning you might need this type of environment you might be liking this type of people around you but the more you grow the more you might want to change so it would be useful also to try to change up your gym after a few months if you would like to you don't have to but it's fine to change your environment even after you already um got used to a specific environment it's absolutely fine as long as you should find the best one for you at the specific time that you're at exactly so just find something that you like and over time you learn how to stick to it exactly so i think i think that's it for today so thank you so much for watching our videos on youtube and listening to our podcast uh we would like to wish you a wonderful and peaceful day Uh, let us know what you think about the podcast what do you want to hear more about what you don't really enjoy about the podcast and we'll try to um, address those issues um, or your recommendations yes so we will really look forward to hearing back from you and any feedback you give us and I hope you have a lovely rest of the day thank you for listening to the third episode of our podcast thank you so much we'll talk to you soon bye bye